<laughs> join Anthony L. McCaskill podcast. Now join us for today's episode. Greetings, good people of the city of Harvey and all of the great people across the Southland. I'm Christopher Moore with Harvey, Illinois Voters Block, and we are here this morning uh, interviewing Anthony L. McCaskill, a candidate that is figuring prominently in the 2023 Harvey, Illinois mayoral race in Harvey, Illinois. Good people of the city of Harvey, uh, public safety, it refers to the welfare and the protection of the general public. It is usually expressed as a governmental responsibility. Most states have departments for public safety. Now, uh, the primary goal of the department is the prevention and protection of the public from dangers affecting safety such as crimes or disasters. We have Anthony L. McCaskill. We're going to be asking him some questions that are comprised from questions from the residents of the city of Harvey, voters, taxpayers, seniors, young and old in the city of Harvey. Uh, thank you, Mr. McCaskill, for uh, coming this morning. We, we appreciate your time. Uh, we do know that you're a very, very busy man. Yes, sir. And uh, the people of the city of Harvey have been waiting to hear from you. So I just have a few questions uh, that we want to derive from okay. you. Mr. McCaskill. What is your public safety plan for the city of Harvey? Well, Mr. Moore, as we spoke, you know, we've been talking uh, for the last few years. Um, my, my plan is simple, but in the same token, everything that I have said, um, I know that my biggest uh, YouTube uh, uh, fan is the current mayor because he's trying to take everything that I say and he tries to implement it, right? Um, but the problem is I can give him the playbook, but he can't coach it. So um, just want to put that out there because I know that everything he's trying to do has been uh, subject of something that I've said in the past. Um, but public safety is real simple. Um, you have to protect the residents. And, and one, when I say protect the residents, it's more than just crime protecting the residents. You've got to protect the residents from um, business, own, I mean, business owners who are not kind of shabby. Uh, they're not up to, up to standards. Um, and bringing the fire department, the police department, and having a health and safety uh, person is number one on my on, on my on my um, on my list. But crime is something that's a lot of people say. Well, crime is taught at home. Crime is this. Crime is that. Crime is something that is brought into your community because of awareness, right? So if you don't have people who uh, there's no police presence, if there's only four police. Uh, patrolling the nighttime, criminals know that, right? It's like having light on, right? When there, if there's a lighted, brighted area, criminals are not going to come to that area. Uh, if you have an attack dog or a house dog that barks, criminals usually go to the one, to the house it doesn't have. So it's the same thing with with, with criminals. They're going to come to a city where they think that they can get away with murder or theft or uh, selling drugs and that nature. So my my situation is going to be simple. Um, we're going to implement six police officers per ward per shift. And a lot of people say, well, that's impossible. How are you going to pay for it? How are they paying for the things that we have now? Hmm. The city's not clean. The city's unprotected. It's a lawless community and the administration is lawless. So my plan is simple, implementing six police officers per ward, per shift to, to maybe keep the crime down as much as possible. Very interesting. Six officers per ward, good people of the city and Harvey. 
That is very interesting. We're going to continue our question and answer with Anthony L. McCaskill, uh, candidate for the 2023 Harvey, Illinois mayoral race. Mr. McCaskill, the current administration has struggled with leadership as it relates to public safety, the police in other city. What is your criteria? As we have seen over six chiefs of police, what's your criteria for choosing a chief of police to lead the department? Well, the chief of police is um, a small part of the police department as a whole, right? The chief is, you know, the primary spokesman for, uh, for, the, for the police department. But I would want a chief, and a lot of people might not agree with me, but I believe this with all my heart. I want a chief that's, A, willing to move to City of Harvey, right? Because if the elected officials have to live here, I believe that appointed officials should be living here, too, so that they can have not just the pulse of the people, but people can see that they're serious about paying, you know, paying their salary. Because a lot of um, there are zero appointed officials that live in the City of Harvey as we speak. So that's one of the main things. If you want to be the chief of police for the City of Harvey, you're going to have to live in the City of Harvey. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing is... Um, you're not going to just sit in, the, in your um, your office and which you kick your feet up and drink coffee, eat donuts, mm -hmm. quote unquote, as <laughs> they say police officers do. You're going to have your ass on the streets. You're going to be in these business owners. You're going to be talking to these residents. You're going to be doing community service outreach for the police department. And if you're not willing to do that, don't even apply. Because I believe that the police chief um, is the one who brings the security to a community. Um, and the third one of the third thing I want the police chief to do is to be a person, a man or woman that is currently and knows exactly what's going on in the city of Harvey. If you bring a person from the city of Chicago or you bring a person from Indiana, they have no idea what's going on inside the city of Harvey. Um, your morale will, is, is low uh, because people do not trust the, the, the current chiefs because they have no clue what they're talking about. Um, so those are the three things I want to see done uh, for the next police chief. Um, you want to be able to live in the city of Harvey, not sit behind your desk and eat donuts and drink coffee, get out there to the community, talk to the people, um, and thirdly, be able to know exactly what's going on in the city of Harvey, preferably someone who's already um, um, a, a officer or a sergeant or lieutenant in the, in the city of Harvey. So those are my my three criterias. Copy that. So um, your criteria for uh, new chief of police, definitely they have to be a resident of the yes. city of Harvey, and they will come within the ranks of the Harvey Police Department. Absolutely. Absolutely. Copy that. Um, this question, we weren't going to ask you this next question, but so many residents, this question keeps coming up time and time and time and time again. And we, we're going to ask you and see what's your take. Uh, if elected. Will you rehire Greg Thomas as chief of police for the Harvey Police Department and hire real Harvey citizens for city jobs? Well, I'll say this, right? So um, I can't promise anyone a job. Um, I can tell you this. Greg Thomas is definitely one of the top chief candidates um, that if elected, there would be um, you know, a group of people in my cabinet will say, hey, let's go through the vetting process. Let's see what's best for the city of Harvey. So uh, Mr. Thomas will, is definitely one of the top candidates for um, for the chief of police. There you have it, good people in the city of Harvey. Uh, you have sent in 
uh, several requests asking uh, Will Gregory Thomas, Chief Greg, former Chief Gregory Thomas of the Harvey Police Department that has solved so many crimes and made the community of the city of Harvey very safe. Uh, we have asked Anthony L. McCaskill, and you have heard his answer. You be the judge. Uh, Mr. McCaskill, mm -hmm. there have been close to 40 murders in the city of Harvey this year and close to 100 uh, murders since the, the taking of uh, office by this current administration. What do you think you can do to circumvent that number? I think we talked about it, right? So um, having more police presence, letting people know that the city of Harvey is serious about crime and working more with the schools, right, the park districts and, and the different entities so that we can have a safe haven for children because what we're finding out, because um, I'm also a appointed official in the uh, village of Dixmore, is that young people, um, it's not so much of the, the older people, you know, in their 30s or 40s, it's younger people that's starting to get into more mischief now. So having a person, this is what we talked about the police chief, a person going to the schools, um, having the different DARE programs, having the different programs so that people know that the um, city of Harvey, but also the, the police department, the park districts and the schools are working together um, to keep crime down as much as possible. Copy that. That's very interesting. Consolidating uh, all city governments and to make sure that they are... Um, working together for the betterment of the community. Well, not They're, so much as consolidating, but each entity is their own uh, taxing body, right? Right. But what I want to do is have a liaison from each, whether it's the library, the park district, the school districts, the city hall, have a liaison to work together to meet monthly on what are the, some of the deficiencies that we see in our different governments that we can work together to solve some of these issues. Um, give you a prime example. Um, the parks, it's 22 parks in the city of Harvey, right? Over 83 acres of land. Mm -hmm. um, those parks are sitting not just in the TIF districts, but also some of the school districts are sitting in the TIF districts. So we should be working together on trying to figure out how to, A, keep down the costs uh, from, from, the, from the residents and also the business owners because they take the biggest bulk. But to figure out what's best, you know, the problem is each entity right now is working separate. Everybody's trying to do their own thing. That's why you have four different coat drives. That's why you have four different turkey giveaways. If we can work together to have a huge um, effect on the people, I think that's what's, I think that's what we're missing in the city of Harvey. Great. Very interesting. What's your take on uh, community policing in, in your public safety plan? I think community policing is also one of the cheapest ways, right? Um, when you're looking from a budget standpoint, community community policing is one of the cheapest routes of doing it. Uh, just letting them make sure that the uh, community officers um, know that they're not actual police officers, so don't go out there and try to play, you know, Rambo and uh, try to arrest people. But simple things like uh, working with the public. Uh, works and also working with the uh, planning department um, so that if there needs to be tickets written or if there needs to be an assistance or, you know, they can also be community people that go out there and do health and awareness checks, right, and make sure that the residents are okay, make sure everything's going, not just to actually police or patrol, but to have some type of influence so that if, you know, Miss Johnson down the street, no one's heard from for a couple of days. You send that person out do a, a well well being check on that person. So I'm all for community uh, police officing uh, when it comes to that aspect. Just make sure that they stay within their realm um, of protection. 
Great. We're hearing a lot about 24-hour service mm -hmm. coming from your administration. 24-hour mm -hmm. service, something that the people of the city of Harvey have not seen in decades during this current administration. Uh, it's no secret that City Hall can close at 1.30 p.m. On a, on a normal business day. Tell us more about your ideas of service and how they will be implemented throughout the day. Well, we have... Uh Three shifts, eight hours apiece, right? Um, we would have, hopefully, majority Harvey residents uh, making sure that the streets and, and, and the different alleys and stuff stay clean. And I think that's part of the problem. The problem is that when you go downtown to the city of Chicago, it stays beautiful. Why? Because you can go down there at 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, the streets and sanitation crews out there cleaning, um, picking up garbage, you know, power washing the streets, making sure things are done. So we want to take that same ideal and bring it to the, to the city of Harvey so that we can beautify. Because once things is beautiful, people respect it more. Uh, you have a, a what they call a candy eye, which would, you know, people like different businesses would want to say, hey, you know, Harvey's on the uprise, they're cleaning up. I think that could be done. And I know it could be done, and I can tell you why. So over the summer, in the summer times, um, you know, there's a lot of people that utilize the parks and, you know, unauthorized use of the parks. But we have, and this is a fact, we have two crews because we have a smaller budget, of course. We have two crews, uh, a morning crew and a night crew that actually clean the parks. So it can be done. It's just you got to, you know, focus your, your spending and your expenditures on um, public safety and public health. Great news. Very interesting, Ms. McCaskill. Yes, sir. In 2019, after uh, the 2019 Harvey, Illinois mayor election, uh, you didn't have much of a statement to say. You reported that the current administration was not able to keep the women and children of the city safe. How do you plan to protect the women and children of the city of Harvey, a population that has been exploited in this current administration? Well, simple. I have a wife, right? I have a daughter. I have uh, sons. Um, so from a man, right, you can't speak about anything else. I can tell you from a man's point of view, as a provider and a protector, that should be, that's our natural instinct, right? So that's something that we should be, we should be born with and instilled to protect. So as a protector and a, as a provider of my household, I will take that same model and sprinkle it through the city of Harvey because, there is absolutely no way that all of these people have been murdered in the city of Harvey and the lack of compassion um, that this administration have um, is actually mind boggling. This, I don't even get it. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't see how they do it. I don't understand how do you sleep at night knowing that people are being murdered in your community and you can sleep comfortably because you have 24 hour protection. So um, I don't need a security guard, right? I'm, you know, I have my own. I'm, I'm myself. You know, I'm a man. I can go into any community in this neighborhood, whether it's in the first ward, second ward, third ward, fourth ward, fifth ward, sixth ward. I can go anywhere. A because I have respect of people, but B, I'm not a coward. So there you have it. Very interesting. There you have it, good people of the city of Harvey. Anthony L. McCaskill will not be using a $20,000 a month budget to uh, have for police protection and private security because he is a man's man in the city of Harvey. You be the judge. 
Anthony McCaskill, the senior population, Harvey, Illinois, Voters Block, we had did a poll on uh, seniors in each ward in the city of Harvey. They have reported that they, they feel like they are on house arrest. Uh, according to some we have talked to, they say they are afraid to leave their homes. They have nowhere to turn to. They don't want to tell people that they won't vote for them because they uh, are concerned about political reprisals. Reprisals. According um, to a lot of these residents, they, they are just simply afraid, period. They want to know, what is your plan for the senior population of the city of Harvey? Well, it, it's, it's simple. The, let's hope that the senior population does not make the same mistake they made in 2019 when they um, saw a young man uh, who was born and raised in the city of Harvey, um, let a few people tell them some bad things about him, and they went on a limb to go vote for this current mayor. Um, so let's start with that. The second thing is, I have always been a uh, person to make a safe haven for the, for the seniors. It's a lot of things, Mr. Moore, that I don't tell people I do because I'm a very respectful and powerful person because if you help a person, I don't need a news media, I don't need the newspaper, I don't need a podcast, I don't need Facebook to tell people what I've done. But let's, let me tell you what I've done over the last 25 years. And I'm going to say this, and I usually don't tell people all the things I've done. For the last 25 years, my household has taken our personal money and we have get what they call, um, we have like a, a mission. And so our mission is that we take toilet tissue, paper towels, um, real detergent, um, fabric softeners, uh, toothpaste, toothbrushes, the bare necessities that you would need to survive in this uh, current world. And we do, we, we're up to 336 individuals in the city of Harvey that we service each and every month. Um, and you say, well, why? Well, their children should be doing it or their grandchildren should be doing it. Well, hell, they're not doing it, right? Um, and when you see, the, what, what, what turned me on to this is when you see senior citizens have to make a decision on, A, do I pay my rent? B, do I get groceries? C, do I get uh, medication? I can't afford all of them at the same time. So um, you have some services that come out and give out food. We give out the bare necessities, and we've been doing that for 25 years. That is a mission that I've been doing. Um, I don't go out and solicit funds for it. It comes out of my personal household. Uh, we have an actual factory um, facility, storage facility in Milwaukee, where we keep all the stuff. And each month, uh, quietly, very quietly, my family, my wife, my sons, my daughter, my brother, uh, we go over there, we put together the bags, we take them to the seniors. We don't even broadcast it as us doing it. But this is what we've been doing for 25 years. So, um, I'm a little ashamed to even say because when you're helping people, you don't want to feel like that they're, you're using it for publicity. But I've done so much in the city of Harvey that people don't even understand. Not just myself, my, my, my brother, my wife, my children. We've done so much in the city of Harvey that we've never got credit for um, because we're very prideful people, but we also do things because it's the right thing to do. Very interesting. Uh, good people of the city of Harvey, Anthony M. McCaskill doesn't like to talk about when he says he doesn't like to talk about the things that he does uh, for the senior population of the city of Harvey. That's an understatement. Um, as a witness, um, in 2019, there was a senior. Uh, you do know that during uh, this current administration, the water issue is the issue. Water services do be cut off. Uh, many seniors, many residents are suffering under the 
under the water oppression is what residents call it. Uh, Mr. McCaskill, what, if anything, will you be doing to make sure that all water services are provided back to each resident in the city of Harvey, that they can come with a clean slate instead of some of these uh, trumped up bills? It's the concern of the people of the city of Harvey. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny you say that because uh, my wife and myself every month pay 50 senior citizen water bills up to this date. Um, and we don't do it for campaign season. It's easy during the campaign season to pay for it, but we've been, I've been doing this for 25 consecutive years. Now, I'm only 47 years old, so I started this in my, in my 20s, my early 20s doing this because it was a need. But each month, we pay 50 senior citizens' water bills. So I don't know how do you, you, know, you fix an issue like that, um, but you got to have some type of compassion. If, you, if, it's, if it's all about, you know, the checks and balances, if it's all about the money, if it's all about, you know, saying making sure this get paid, this get paid, you're going to fail because you got to have compassion when it comes to people. And I think that's the difference between the different parties, right? So you got the Republicans, you have the Democrats, you know, um, you have those that stuck in the middle, the independents. And I think that when you look at everybody's different platforms, you got to figure out what is what is it that one group doesn't like and the other group likes. Um, I do think that too much government hurts people because then you give them what they call a crutch. Um, but I also know that if you don't have any compassion, which this administration has absolutely no compassion um, to help the people, that, that's, the, that's the situation we're in. So um, I have already, you know, saying given people and again, I don't. You know, I don't want you know, I don't give names, um, but people miraculously don't get water bills. And they're like, well, why is my water bill at zero? Because we pick 50 people each month and we pay a water bill. That, thank you very much for your service and for what you do. Um, can we expect to see all Harvey residents' water restored under your administration? If they are legal homeowners or legal renters, absolutely. We're going we're gonna to make sure that people have what they need uh, to be successful in the city of Harvey. Um, again, that's where the compassion comes in. And so that's why you got to have that balance, right? So a lot of times men don't have compassion. So that's why you have a helpmate, you know, a wife uh, to help balance those things out. Uh, because, you know, we get, you know, in our ego. And so you need somebody to, to compress you and say, hey, you tripping, chill out. Come on. So there you have it, good people of the city of Harvey. Anthony M. McCaskill uh, is married to Dr. Keisha McCaskill. He is a married mayor. We haven't had a mayor in the city of Harvey that has been married since the Nick Graves administration. I'm going to let that sizzle in your spirit. We're going to continue with our question and answer with uh, Anthony L. McCaskill. Uh, under the current administration's dictatorship, as described by the people of the city of Harvey, the residents of Harvey have incurred the highest property tax increase in the state of Illinois to the tune of 4.99% in over 16 years. What would you do to bring property tax rates to a sustainable living rate that most Harvey residents can pay? Simple. Go out and get businesses to come to, the, to, 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 your, to your city. Um, so right now, the residents are paying, but they're not paying nowhere near what the business owners are paying. Mm -hmm. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring that and make it so that everybody has is paying their fair share, right, um, so that the, the burden is not on the business owners nor on the residents. And so that's what we got to look at. How do we bring and make it to that everybody's fair share? Well, the issue is the reason why you're paying so many property taxes and it's so high is because, and it's real simple, right, 
you got 4,300 vacant homes. So who's paying those property taxes or absorbing those property taxes if the, the three houses next to you are vacant? I'll tell you who's, who's, who's paying it. The business owners, A, and the, the homeowners that are uh, in the community. So that's, that what I, that's, that's part of my plan is to get those houses back on the tax roll, um, have an open bid process that's fair to developers or to contractors that actually have the resources and the funds to put those houses back on the tax roll within a time frame. Great information. It's no secret that you have run for this seat in prior years. What do you plan to do different in this campaign for mayor from previous runs that will that you feel will secure your seat as mayor of the city of Harvey? The, the, the greatest thing I've done um, <laughs> is I went and got a professional campaign staff, right? Um, before, and a lot of people don't know this, it was just myself, my wife, and my children, you know, I would, you know, drop yard signs. I would do everything else and, and get other people elected. Uh, this time, we're going to be a little bit more selfish. It's going to be focused on the Anthony McCaskill uh, campaign and not trying to get aldermen or partnership commissioners or library trustees elected. We're going to focus on us. And then once we can focus on us, then we can and secure that, then we can help others as we go forward. So what we did is when I got a campaign staff, um, that I'm very excited about because now I can, that's one thing off my plate that I don't have to worry about. And then me and my wife don't have these epic fights uh, every <laughs> three and a half years where, you know, sometimes I'm either in the garage or I'm on a couch. Um, so now we had, you know, I, the household can be at peace and we can just let the professionals do their job. Very interesting. Are you able to guarantee the citizens that they will see progress in the city of Harvey during the first 100 days of your tenure? If so, how will you, how will they be able to measure the progress and hold you accountable? Simple. Come out your doors. Open up your doors. Open up your windows. I can guarantee you that in the first 90 days to 100 days, we're going to clean the city up from, from each ward, each alley. We got plenty of people, plenty of landscapers, plenty of uh, people that's willing to come in to volunteer um, so we can keep that cost down. So that's the first thing we do. And the second thing we do is when you stop hearing the gunshots, when you <laughs> stop hearing um, the sirens, those are things that, that make people feel secure so they can open their door. When I grew up um, in Harvey, back in the 70s and 80s, we didn't even lock our front door or back door. We didn't have alarms uh, in that nature. Um, but one thing I've learned is that most of the alarm companies, they focus on whoever has the highest crimes where they get the most publicity, where that's where they do the most of their marketing. Hmm. Um, so we're going to make sure that the seniors and everybody around are safe. And you can see that within, within 90 days. It doesn't take a lot. It, it, it doesn't take a lot when you're serious about service uh, to clean up. Copy that. That's very, very, very informative, Mr. McCaskill. Thank you for that answer. Uh, the city council should represent the voice of the residents of each ward. How can you ensure that the voices of the people are heard through their older person? I can't, because I can't. I can't dictate how a person uh, treats people or how a person interacts with people. I can. I can guarantee you that. Public Works, the police department, the fire department, and the different departments will represent them as residents. I can't, I can't speak upon what an alderman should or should not do. Um, in my opinion, you know, this is my professional opinion and a, an opinion as a resident. The alderman there to collect a salary. Um, 
the mayor is there to collect the salary, this administration, and it's very, very little public service going on. Yeah, you might see a person buy a, a bicycle or give out a food box or BS people. But when I'm talking about service, I'm talking about when senior citizens call and their snow um, is you know near their knees or by their shin, I have not seen any of these current ornaments, maybe one or two, maybe once or twice, but I'm talking about consistently helping people in service. I can't speak upon their, their service history. I can speak upon what the department heads will be doing uh, to secure the citizens. Very interesting. Uh, many residents, they are concerned about the expense accounts that the Ottomans are receiving and how they are utilizing these funds. What are your thoughts on expense accounts and should they be in separate accounts or set aside or monitored by the mayor? What will be your take and your action on these uh, expense accounts for the Ottomans? It's going to go on the website. So we're going to have a website. It's going to be transparent. So if an Alderman is going to um, Hooters, and using his expense account to pay for it, the resident's gonna know. See, I'm not gonna, listen, we're gonna be so transparent that it's gonna be scary. And that's the thing that, that excites people about not having a crooked office, right? Mm -hmm. I have nothing to hide. I'm, you know, I used to say years ago, and I had to change myself, uh, just this year in 2021, I used to say I'm a self-made man. There's no such thing as self-made anyone. It's a group of people that has sacrificed before you to make you who you are today. So I'm a person of the people, right? So. If the aldermen have a expense account, um, if they want to keep the expense account, they're the legislative body. They're the ones who do the in charge of the budgets and things of that nature. If that's what they want to do, that's fine. But if you don't stake your money and spend it correctly, we're going to put it on the website hmm. under your name, under your picture, so we don't have to tell the residents. They can see for themselves. Very interesting. As you see, good people of the city of Harvey, transparency will be so transparent you can click on your computer and see what your alderman is doing with the monies that are allowed that's supposed to be for the beautification of your ward. I'm going to let that sizzle in your spirit. <laughs> Mr. McCaskill, currently yes. you serve on the library board in the city of Harvey. Yes. You made promises when securing that elected office. How much have you accomplished and how much needs to be done so the entity of Harvey mirrors the success of the park district that you helped turn around? Well, the one thing I, you know, I, I said that I was going to try to get a, um, a satellite uh, vehicle so that the west side of Harvey could be serviced. Um, I had no idea that the library had so many um, financial deficiencies. Um, and I think the financial deficiencies come from people not understanding how to manage. Um, hiring competent staff to be the CEO to run the day-to-day -day operations. Um, so the first thing I did um, is that the Building and Grounds facilitator um, resigned. Um, I own a lawn care service that also does snow plowing. And so what we, what we did was we took... Um, and I volunteered for this because I'm a, I'm a trustee, so we can't get... I can't receive any... Um, reimbursements for any service. We took, and we're taking, we started uh, cutting the grass for free. Uh, we're gonna do the lawn care service for the upcoming year, and we're gonna do the snow removal for the upcoming year. The library is gonna supply the salt. Um, so I put my license, my bond, and all my information, insurance information, gave it to the trustees and to the director so that um, you know we, they know we're legitimate business. So if anything happens, we will we'll take the liability. 
But that's what you have to do. I've never met any other elected official giving free services to an entity that needs it more than anyone else. That is what I've been doing my entire career. Very quietly, I'm, I'm, a, I'm more prouder, more um, you know, level now. I can make these comments without crying because you know, usually before I would cry about service and helping people because you see people suffering. Um, but this is what we're all about. So that, so I just saved the library $30,000 uh, just by having my company come in and do these services for free. So I did say I was going to help balance the budget, I, and this is how I can do it. I don't have the actual votes to make a real move or make the things that I think is best for the, for the library. So I can just do my individual part, right? Volunteering, making sure this is done, making sure that is done, and that's what we're doing. And so, um, next meeting, uh, the board hopefully will vote to approve my zero cost uh, to the Harvey Library. There you have it, good people of the city of Harvey. Harvey uh, Public Library is going to uh, receive zero cost if it's voted into that Anthony L. McCaskill take over the. Uh, snow removal, salting, grass uh, removal in the Harvey Park District. We do know that we have a $21 million uh, building there that is not paid for. So we are saving money by uh, electing Anthony L. McCaskill on that board. So we'll be continuing to monitor what's happening and how that government is developing, that it may uh, develop and get itself in the black as the Harvey Park District has uh, been operating in the black or without being in debt over almost a decade now, six, seven years. Yeah. So you uh, you be the judge, good people of the city of Harvey. Uh, Mr. McCaskill, liquor license owners are concerned about your plans for their businesses. What are your thoughts on the current program under this current administration of which these businesses are operating? And what plans do you have to alter this program, if any? Well, the first thing I'm let the residents know that <laughs> the liquor establishments are not the reason why people get murdered. So that's the biggest lie that was told by this administration. The second thing I'm going to do is, as long as they are responsible, you can come in and make money. Because guess what? Ray Charles can see this. The more money they make, the easier it is for them to pay their taxes, which pays the mayor's salary, the alderman's salary, everyone's salary in the community. So I am going to be the first one to walk and help the community when it comes to these liquor licenses, these business owners. They're not the problem. The administrations have always been a problem. So the liquor license people who have liquor license, as long as you're doing what's right, not selling to underage uh, to minors, you have you will never have any problems with my administration. I'm here to help because as a businessman, I know how difficult it is to have to pay you know rent or mortgage at your home, have to pay rent or mortgage at your business, have to pay property taxes, have to pay uh, unemployment taxes, have to make payroll. I understand your 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 burden. So I would only a fool would come in and cut his own nose to spite his face. Makes no sense. So they will never have any problems with me as long as they're not doing anything illegal. There you have it, good people of the city of Harvey. Uh, the liquor ordinance and the liquor operations, the hours, all of these things will be changed for the positive for the business owners in the city of Harvey under Anthony L. McCaskill's administration in the city of Harvey. I'm going to let that sizzle in your spirit. 
Uh, in closing, Mr. McCaskill, uh, this is our, is our final question. Uh, we would like to know the people of the city of Harvey, why should the people of the city of Harvey trust you, vote for you, and elect you as their leader and mayor? That's a great question, right? Um, I'm the same Anthony McCaskill, Tony McCaskill, that walked the streets of the city of Harvey as a child, played for the Harvey Coats, uh, went to Brooks Junior High, went to Whittier, um, was in the state band for seventh and eighth grade. We went to state and we actually won state under uh, Mr. Weber, used to be the band director, well, the, the band director, old band director for Brooks Junior High. Um, I went to downstate my seventh and eighth grade year in basketball. I uh, went to Thornton High School, um, ran track, went to state four years in a row, uh, played football, played basketball for one year. I'm the same guy that when you left, and I'm talking about my peers, my the, my, my former um, people that went to school with, when you left and then come back to help your parents, I was there. Mm. Um, when you had grandchildren and left them with your mom to take care of and your mom couldn't afford diapers or formula, I was there. I'm the same person who for many, many years have kept very secretly what I've done to help people and been crucified um, by a few individuals because they can control me. You cannot control a man who gets up every morning at 4.15 and goes to work to provide for his family and don't go to bed till 12 o'clock. You can't control me that way. You can control me because I have compassion for people, but you can't control who I deal with, how I operate. And if you think that you can buy me, then don't elect me because you can't buy me and control me when I represent not just one entity, but the entire community. So that is, I'm asking people to vote for me because I've given you all of me. I give you the best of me. I didn't just go out and I could have went, I could be, listen, my family could go anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world to be successful. Um, but we stayed in the city of Harvey. Um, in 2019, I tossed, I turned, and I was like, why? You know, I, I think I'm the best. God, just tell me why. And so, just like we needed 45 to show us why, <laughs> right? We got, I don't know what number this guy is. We got this guy showing us why. So now that we are at the, 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 the depths and the worst part of the deep blue sea, hopefully people say, you know what? Let's give old Yella a shot, right? Let's give him an opportunity to, um, to be the mayor. We've seen what he's done at the Park District. We've seen what he's done with the Village of Dixmore. We've seen what he's done as a businessman and a business owner of his own. We've seen him be an employee. We've seen him be a soldier. We've seen him be um, the boss. Um, and so every time I go into a different entity, I take a hat off. And when I go to Ford Motor Company, I put on my employee hat, right, because I work for uh, one of the largest companies in the world. Um, so I understand my, my, my assignment. When I go to the village of Dixmore, I put my soldier hat on because I work for the administration. Um, when I go to Anthony L. McCaskill Incorporated, the paralegal firm downtown Chicago, I put on my boss hat because I have those people depending on me. Um, to 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 make it and to make their payroll and to make sure they get health insurance get paid. When I go to Three A's Maintenance LLC, um, I put on my boss hat because that is what's needed for me to make sure that the rent is paid, the employees are paid, my property tax is paid, um, my unemployment insurance, all of those things. So I, I wear different multiple hats, and as the library trustee, I put on my um, 
the hat I put on for that is the respectable hat, right? The the humble hat, because at any given moment, you can say one thing to upset a group of people, and then they try to crucify you. But I also put on my service hat when I talk about the the Harvey uh, Library. I don't just talk about change. I don't just talk about a good game. I actually do it. And so um, if, the, if the residents feel like that I'm the best person for the job, um, I can believe it. I can have a few people believe it, but until the masses believe it, um, I'm going to keep continuing the campaign to get their vote and their support. We appreciate your time. There you have it, good people of the city of Harvey. Anthony L. McCaskill, candidate for the Harvey, Illinois 2023 mayoral race. You be the judge. Anthony L. McCaskill uh, has uh, stated to you that he is trustworthy. Uh, he has stated to you the major concerns as we have went over all of these question and answers today. I want to thank all of you for joining. I'm Chris Moore, Harvey, Illinois Voters Block. And as always, you be the judge. Thank you for joining today's podcast with Anthony L. McCaskill. Visit www.anthonylmccaskillinc.com. Until then, stay connected and informed with Anthony L. McCaskill, a proven leader you can trust.